everyone, Kitty here. Before we dive into the podcast, I wanted to give you a couple of reminders. The first is that we touch on a lot of sensitive subjects that could be possible emotional and trauma triggers for people. If there are any topics that you're sensitive to, we recommend that before you watch any of the movies or listen to our podcasts, you check the website doesthedogdie.com. Also, this podcast is not kid-friendly and not safe for work. Please listen responsibly. Finally, this podcast contains spoilers. If you're like me and don't like spoilers, please watch the movie before listening. Thank you, and happy haunting. This is Hounds of Horror with Max. What is a non-fatal murder? <laughs> Victor. No, you're no, stupid. Doesn't matter how close you live to your house. But anyway. <laughs> and Kitty. A That's lot. a lot of words for I'm trying something instead of porn. <laughs> I need my notes. Oh no. Don't you know? Oh no. No, it's about the movie where the people die, don't you know? They pulled right up into the ear. Mm-hmm, I watched them. <laughs> <laughs> it went up just like that. Yeah. You guys see that? Wow, it went up just like that. <laughs> Bruce Campbell as Elvis Presley. It's fucking amazing. It was great. I forgot to say on the last podcast that Bruce Campbell is like the Elvis of television. Which is interesting because he's also competing against Elvis, the Elvis, because he was also on television. He was. <laughs> but not for, you know, as long. Because he OD'd on peanut butter sandwiches or something. But I'm on the chin side of this argument, not the king side. <laughs> Just like I'm on Team Coco. Fuck Jay Leno. Took me a second. I Conan O'Brien's where it's at. To... Jay Leno has a big chin. Doesn't make him great. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Yo, we can noise reduct that shit out. <laughs> I feel like just going in and just erasing him from history. <laughs> uh, oh, I didn't do any actor research on this. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Shit. The head guy has actually been in a lot of shit. I Lance have never Preston. seen him in anything else. The head guy. Uh, he was in Supernatural for a few episodes. He was he was in a bunch of shit. You sure about that? Mm-hmm. Would have been really funny if he played one of the ghost facers. You know, I kind of recognized maybe the, the karma guy. The karma, karma guy. Dallas? Yeah, uh, yeah, Houston. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my sentence was closer than yours. <laughs> Sarsha. Come on over, Sasha. It was Sasha and Sersha and Sasha. And Sash. Depending on how desperate they were. Yes. You know, he didn't even make the most amount of money out of all of it. Like, they always list the top build cast and they list them in order of how much they made. Like, who was the top build? The guy from the very beginning, the like movie producer guy. You know what? I wow. feel like I have seen him in a couple of other things. So, he, I mean, it just costs more. That is kind of frustrating, though. Was That's he like... the werewolf man in Underworld? This Lance? He was in Underworld. He was Death Dealer number two. Oh. He was in Underworld. Interesting. Supernatural. He was Ranger Rick Evans from 2007 to 2011. Ranger Rick Evans. So, for anyone who's interested, uh, I'm Victor. Uh, I guess I'm Max. And also not prepared. I'm working on it. I got <laughs> sidetracked today. I mean, I can start by reading this description of my novella I've been working on. I'm Kitty. 
It starts on a warm sunny, summer day. Summer, no, no. I have in here Sunner. That's the name of uh, the, the seasons in my novella. Um, so. Oh, I thought we were going to do our intro again. Because we didn't really like actually do it. Was it wrong? We kind of did it. Oh, okay. Never mind. I mean, we kind of did. Then I'm not kind of Victor. <laughs> Some business that we got to take care of. TCB. Above, above all else, we are business men and women. <laughs> We have a five-star review on iTunes. What's the name? It'll be really great when these aren't people that I actually know. <laughs> Thanks, well, We Mom. didn't know Brian, but he didn't leave a review. Brian did leave a review. <gasps> Brian? Wait. Oh, my I thought God. you didn't know him. I mean, I know him on the internet. <laughs> I know a lot of people on the internet, and they're my best friends. You can't know uh, people on the internet. Yes, you can. Uh, Look, this review only cost us fifty dollars, so we're gonna talk. <laughs> we don't pay for reviews anymore. Brian says, we and "I'm gonna couldn't keep... afford to." <laughs> no, that's true. We we lose money on this podcast. If you want a half-eaten pop tart, maybe offer you that. <laughs> All right. So he says, and I'm gonna have to keep looking back and forth to my laptop. Horror movie fanboy on Twitter here to say five stars. Any horror fan should check out this podcast. Oh boy, that sounds really great. That's the best review we've ever gotten. I really appreciate your review. And I think Kitty's determination to read it like William Shatner was just added an extra touch that was pretty amazing. He might he might be slightly offended by that because his uh his name is Star Wars fanboy on iTunes. Oh no, I'm so sorry. I, I I'm with you. Lightsabers over phasers. I'm going to read every iTunes review like William Shatner from now on. These three are honestly the best. <laughs> I, I do agree. Lightsabers over phasers. Uh-huh. But I do like Star Trek. Uh, Star Trek is so good. But Star Wars... I like them both. Why See, not See, the both? biggest difference between them is that Star Wars has proton torpedoes. And Star Trek has photon torpedoes. So one of them... You one can... of them's made of light, I think, and the other one's made of something that could be destructive, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your review. It is very much appreciated. Yes, thanks, Brian. I do, yeah, really appreciate it. And I meant we, not I. Uh, it was but also it, I and we appreciate it. Was it was as though you just continued my <laughs> sentence as though we are the same person. <laughs> well, I wanted to say it, too. It means more if I say it, too. Sometimes when, when Max and I get close together, we feel the pull, like drawing us closer together and we start to merge back into one being and it's just those magnets we ate when we were younger (laughs) kitty has to come past them yet (laughs) it's because we keep getting close to each other and pulls them back up again (laughs) don't think about that too much like gum you eat gum and it's in your stomach for seven years magnets are like 25 so uh we've been friends a long time now that i think about it and, and it doesn't help that we ate magnets and gum, so... <laughs> They're all stuck together in there. Magnetic <laughs> gum, honestly. Yeah, I was going to say, your your magnets stuck the gum pieces together. Oh, but, hey, right. Brian, thank you for that review. Thank you. I appreciate it. If you would like to leave us... A, my voice cracked there. If you'd like to leave us <laughs> a review... As I go backwards through puberty. <laughs> oh, God, no, please. <laughs> Although, if I could be a kid with the knowledge that I have now... I would get away with so much shit. Oh, my God. Anyway, thank you for your review. It's very much appreciated. If you would like to leave us a review, you can, uh, preferably on iTunes, because that's where we get notified about it. But if you'd like to leave us a review on something else that you use, that's fine, too. 
And thank you. <laughs> if I went back in time, I would invest in Apple. <laughs> uh, I don't. Yeah. And Netflix. Netflix might be a little easier to invest in, I think. Because when I was first hearing of it, I think it was less expensive. But I don't know anything about stocks. Uh, that's, so. I think that's how all stocks yeah. start. Yeah. Rather cheap. And then. Well, yeah. But once I'm, it starts rolling, then. I'm saying that I would have to go back before I was born in, able, in order to afford Apple stocks in enough that I think I would make enough money now to make it worth it. Can you buy stocks if you're not 18? Oh, shit. My entire plan's ruined. Huh. Stop, guys. Don't work don't on know. it anymore. Time machine's ruined. I don't know how that works. Is it like the lottery? Like, <laughs> you have to be 18 to play? Like, <laughs> <laughs> My mom signed this paper. Can I buy your stocks? <laughs> I got a permission slip. Just says, mom signed. <laughs> Signed by Vic's mom. This is Vic. Oh my god, that's loud. Whatever. I forbid you from opening that mm-hmm. during this podcast. I have rage. <laughs> A lot of it. I would like to rage. <laughs> TCB, baby. <laughs> Look, guys, we got a TCB right now. <laughs> we do. Wait, we got to take about whatever <laughs> Carrie B was doing. Whoever that fuck that is. Cardi B. Cardi, yeah. Oh my god, I never even heard that name in my life. Carrie Elwood. And I'm upset that I have heard it now, so. <laughs> oh like man, this is the longest intro we've ever had. Ah, uh, maybe not. <laughs> it's given me enough time to prepare though, so. We're just stalling until Max is ready. Mm-hmm. Now, without further stalling for time, here is the actors that were in this movie. Some of them. Uh... Sean Rogerson, he played the main guy. Lance Preston. Whatever. <laughs> uh, so he was in Supernatural as Ranger Rick Evans, which Kitty told me. And Ranger he was Rick. in Underworld as Death Dealer number two, which Kitty also told me. Which probably means he dies really fast without you getting to know him at which all. Which is fine. <laughs> I know him best as Alistair from the show Bitten, which I was a huge fan of. It was a great show. Alistair. <clears throat> Alistair or Alistair? Alistair. Okay. I, I think I have heard it pronounced Alistair more often than not, but I think Alistair sounds better. Well, it depends on how it's spelled. Like, you can have A-L-I-S-T-A-I-R-E, and that's Alistair. Oh, my fucking pants. <laughs> versus A-L-I-E-S-T-E-R, which, in my opinion, would be pronounced Alistair. So. You know, ignoring you partially, as I always do, and yeah. Victor, that sounded like you were spelling Lester. Yeah, well, you missed letters. I did, because I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was waiting for the punchline, and then I realized there wasn't one, so... <laughs> I always think about the sword from Devil May Cry, which was named Alistair. I did not know that either. So, we have him, and then we have Ashley Grisco, I think is her name. What, what What's her character's name is Sasha. 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 Oh, it's, it's Sasha. 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 Okay. I would also like to point out that this was like filmed in Canada. And so I'm guessing most of the actors are Canadian. So that's probably why there's that slight, like in the United States, it's more pronounced Sasha where it might be more pronounced Sasha. I mean, we have, we can add an R into any word that doesn't even have one in it. Cause we're Americans. So Sasha, like, yeah. <laughs> When I went to Germany, you know, they're like, how do you think Germans talk? And I was like, oh, well, we will. I don't even, I can't even do a good German accent anymore. (laughs) You're too French. Yeah, I was working on a French one and I'm like, nope, that's not it. 
It's just a little bit, uh, a little bit further. But then I asked them. Direction. I said, "How would you guys do an American accent?" And they were like, "Rah rah 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 rah." And I'm like, "That's funny. That's funny." And fair. You stopped and you looked at them and you went, "Dave, what are you doing here?" <laughs> My first note about her was that I liked her because she was cute. And then as the movie went on, I was like, I don't like her anymore. I mean, because she ends up being the one that's like, I want to go, I want to get out of here, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's also the one that's that person eventually getting the most. (laughs) I would have smoked myself into a coma and just let whatever ghosts do whatever. (laughs) (laughs) They'd be like walking in front of you and being all scary, and she'd be like, Whoa, man, whoa. See, I would have wanted to leave, not because I was scared, but because like, I had to pee, I was hungry, I'm out of cigarettes. <laughs> this fucking sucks! You would have been, I feel like you would have been TC. Probably. <laughs> In this. Uh... Uh, is that all the actors you wanted to talk about? Oh, uh, uh, well, um... <laughs> She was Ashley Grisco was in a movie called Messages Deleted as young woman AD. No idea what that means. Don't care either. Um, young woman and after that, the death of Christ. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Um, if I'm reading the credits right, and I think we established last week that I am, uh, that movie was directed by Mackenzie Gray, who was Houston Gray, the uh, medium guy what was what was directed by him uh messages deleted it's called okay and she was in that makes sense under his directorship i guess i don't know i don't know how how all that works can you be the director of a ship instead of the captain is it like a lesser i don't think so okay i think there has to be a captain i would be a really bad impersonator or like you can have a cruise director but they're not the captain they just direct people in the ship did we <laughs> did we say that? And did we say our name? I don't think we did either okay. one. I did. <laughs> First of all, we are hounds of horror. <laughs> Second of all, all <laughs> we are talking about grave encounters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I only realized because I was like, I didn't say who directed it. <laughs> well, we you, were talking about a lot of stuff yes. here. <laughs> you always say who directed it after Max talks about who was in it. Which doesn't okay. really make sense. Just to reiterate, so, we're the Hounds of Horror, and this is Grave Encounters this week that we're talking about just now on this podcast here. We're right not now. playing Grave Encounters for you. You have to go watch it on your own. It's on Prime. You're fine. Exactly. And if this is the first time that you're listening to the show, first of all, thank you. Second, God help you. Because if you're listening and going, wow, these guys, they must be really off their game. No, no, no. This is just, this is just us. Um... Surprised we remember the name of the movie at all. (laughs) It was directed by Colin Minahan and Stuart Ortiz and others, and it was written by the Vicious Brothers. I take issue with that name. I bet their real name is not Vicious. vicious Maybe they have a vicious demeanor. (laughs) Maybe they thought that would sound cool when they produced these shitty horror movies and like, that'll be our brother's name. (laughs) Vicious mockery. What? All right. So, did you have anybody else to talk about? No. I mean, there were some other people in the film, but who cares? The guy that played Matt was in Riverdale. Matt, I don't know what that is. It's a (laughs) teen drama version of the Archie comics. Oh, yeah. I'm going to pretend I know what those are. They were out in, like, the 50s. They were, like, super wholesome comics, sort of. So, the CW decided to make it not that. (laughs) 
I've been in this country for a while and I've never heard of new 50s. Um, did anybody else think that the guy that played Houston looked like Steven Tyler? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Which is not to his credit. (laughs) (laughs) I was just talking to, uh, my mom about that, actually, because we both like Lord of the Rings and we both watched it recently. And we're like, Liv Tyler, she's so pretty. Especially as Arwen, like, she's just beautiful. And she came from that. At least half. That's incredible, isn't it? (laughs) I didn't know that. Half of her genes came from Steven Tyler. <laughs> well, half of Steven Tyler's genes came from Botox, so... <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe she got the good sides of that, and it's just, like, part of her DNA now? Shots fired. Because, I mean, Liv Tyler's just, like, you know... She's so pretty. He's actually been in a decent amount of things. The uh, Houston guy. I think I called him Howard at the beginning. I've seen him... Yeah, mm-hmm. like, I, I recognize him as, like, bit parts and other stuff. Yeah, but... like, he's just been in a bunch of shit. Yeah. And I feel like I saw something important that... No. No, I didn't. Max, I just want you to know that I'm really excited for the next time we do like a really big budget movie that, that has really well-known actors. And then you can say, a cast that needs no introduction, and then just stop. <laughs> <laughs> someday. Some, someday. <laughs> All right. So oh, before we proceed any further, okay, yeah, you know, we have added. We we started out where Victor's perception of this movie takes a turn. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's part of this now. Uh, where I would die in a movie is part of this now. Um, this probably won't be a recurring thing. It depends on the movie that's chosen. But I have a special award to give to Kitty today. Today, okay. It's um, <laughs> it's the quintuple F award. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, there is actually an award. I can. It's right contest. here in I my mean, finger hands, contest. and uh, <laughs> it has five touches. F's written on it. it mm-hmm. Now, th- it stands for um, <laughs> "fuck you" for furnishing a found footage film. <laughs> this is amazing. It's it's. There got, are six F's. Doesn't in that. matter. There's only five important ones. <laughs> And furnish was the closest word I could find to, like, pick or choose. So, (laughs) fuck you for furnishing a found footage film. Uh, These are not my favorite films. (laughs) Well, for all the creature features I have to fucking sit through for you fuckers. There's been, like, three. There's, there's like, nine letters in that, if we're doing acronyms. (laughs) (laughs) Next episode. Here's the award for... I do have something. <clears throat> Getting back to my roots. Um, although I, I really like this awards, and I do hope that this becomes a reoccurring thing, because I want to see what new um, condescending, sarcastic award I can get from, from Max. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's definitely other genres I also don't like, so... I can't confirm that this is an actual phobia, because a lot of times when I search it, I feel like... <laughs> The name is too on the nose, and I feel like it's not real. But There's no supporting evidence for what I'm about to say. But I mean, so basically I'm in the same category as cryptozoologists. <clears throat> Got to find a way to talk about them in every episode. Mazophobia. Is, is exact- the fear of corn? I would have also guessed corn. <laughs> it is not, in fact. Which is what makes me think this isn't real. But I'm going to go with it anyway, because it's interesting. It is the fear of getting lost or being lost. In fact, it is so crippling that sometimes people won't even go into a new area because they're afraid of they're afraid of the possibility of not knowing how to get out or to get home. So they will they're so scared of losing their 
idea what just happened. Uh, a bunch of your shit fell. Oh. That's my fault for leaving my shit everywhere. <laughs> snip, 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 snip. I'm leaving that. <laughs> We're well, surrounded thought, by like, chaos. A cat or something was like jumping up on my back and then... This is we're basically living in like that house from the nineteen forties where the two brothers lived and the one got crushed by junk. I don't remember what that Oh, I read about that story. Yeah, it's really fucked up. It's really fucked up. It's but horrifying. he I mean his brother was too weak to go get him, I guess, even. Yeah, he was bedridden. Yeah. That's right. Because one was bedridden and the one that was doing the food runs was like crawling through a tunnel and got crushed. Yep. By their own. And I guess he starved to death junk. in his bed. He That's starved it up. up. Yep. That's a really fucked up way to die. Yep. So anyway, mesophobia in New York. <laughs> the mesophobia is the fear of getting lost. And I just thought like it was Like in that house. Yeah. Oh, God. No. My no. favorite no. thing on cereal boxes when I was a kid was doing the maze. I cheated every time. <laughs> I, I just dr- wrote through the barriers, you know. <laughs> it's a straight line if you just ignore everything in the way. <laughs> So that's how I wish I could drive to work uh, every day. Mazophobia. Mazophobia. I don't nope. have that. No, I mean the idea of either. getting lost makes me feel uncomfortable, but only because when I was a kid well, I mean, I shouldn't say when I was a kid, but when I first started driving, I had a really hard time keeping track of where I was going. For some reason roads and how they intersected and keeping track of, of like maps and stuff was really difficult for me. I don't know if it was like a dyslexia or learning disability type thing, but it was really weird and I would often get lost and have to stop and ask strangers for directions and that I didn't like doing. <laughs> so it was the fear of talking to strangers that made me afraid of getting lost. I actually have a really good sense of direction in the real world, but I thinking about video games. I also have a decent sense of direction in video games, but more more so. Speaking of direction, world. I'm going to steer us back into the movie. That segue is I, a gold star right there. And that that was but it wasn't time for it yet because uh <laughs> I still have stuff I want to say. I'm not scared of mazes because of physics and well, science, I guess, just in general, because space is finite. And there's only so much of it I can access as a human being. So, like, eventually you're going to explore everywhere there was. So unless somebody shut the door behind you and, like, sealed it up so you couldn't find it, you're going to find your way back out. Unless it's magic. Unless it's, like, this movie, which we're going to talk about now. So we did Grave Encounters, which came out in 2011. Give that segue a B+. And... Mine was a gold star and yours is a B plus. I'm not sure what my rating system is. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's like the first few episodes of this podcast where we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. And we were like, change it up every time. <laughs> we spend so much time thinking about our ratings, but we also tell people that they don't matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they are subjective. So it starts off with the, the, the television producer talking about how he got the... Um, trailer tape from Lance Preston to do Grave Encounters. And then they did five episodes and everything that they were getting was great. It was like going to go on TV. It was going to be fantastic. And then they got to episode number six, which was an abandoned asylum in Maryland. (laughs) Every single found footage video tries to validate the quality of their footage first. <laughs> this video was found wherever. Yeah. It has not been altered except for whatever. And it yeah. was recorded on this media, which makes <laughs> makes this reference super dated. 
mini DV. Is that what he said? Something like mini, that. Yeah. Which is like a, a mini. It's not high eight tape. It's it's a it's a weird format we don't use anymore. <laughs> And, and he says at some point that Lance was ahead of his time. He said like, he said wow. that it was before all of the other found foot or like not found footage the other uh, ghost hunter shows. Here's the thing. And it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> the best part about this movie is how much they make fun of that ghost adventurer's bro. It is so great. It is spot fucking on. <laughs> that guy is so irritating. I hate him so much. Hate's a strong word. Nope, hate him. Okay. Just wanted to make sure you knew. It does mean you would do anything to hurt that person. <laughs> it's an emotion I understand. It keeps me warm at night. Um, I would, he would spike stop, a volleyball. Like, Go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to leave it there and see if anyone listened. I was just going to say I'd spike a volleyball into his face and probably leave it there. I would like to have spilled a hot cup of coffee in this producer's lap. Wow, we are just, oh, I hate them. I would just spill coffee near <laughs> them, but not not like hot coffee. Just We're full like of room rage temperature. Tonight. He was such a pinhead. I, whatever. This is, this is character. I love how he was like, this footage. Well, I don't like Renee Zellweger either. But um. I love how he was like, this footage hasn't been edited at all, but it's been edited for time. <laughs> like, it's been doctored. It's, nothing's been changed. We just cut large sections out. Yep. <laughs> and those times when the camera saw a ghost and it, the cameras freaked out a little bit was not digitally added afterwards. So. <laughs> We got the loudest dog bed on the face. <laughs> Why didn't you think that through? <laughs> it's like if we put Velcro shoes on his feet. <laughs> oh, we're going to have to do that sometime now. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, so the producer explains that everything was great until this episode, and then we start with the episode, and it is... There are a couple of things I, I don't like about this They movie. were having such success. Even though this was the first episode, they actually saw fucking ghosts. Yes. They yeah. were having success at pretending, which is what we find out that even though at first it seems like this is a legitimate uh, crew that are legitimately trying to prove paranormal phenomenon, they are all, all just faking They're it. They're skeptics. They're 100% okay. faking So they we're going to skip a little bit, I think. They get to the asylum, and they start unpacking, start getting shots, and... That's when you start to kind of get the idea that this group is a bunch of douche nozzles. Yeah, they're not really, they're not really <laughs> up to snuff. They're not really. The only the one that actually believes in that shit is Ashley. Nope. Uh, Sasha. Jessica. Sasha. Her real name. Oh, it's Samantha. Sasha. Her real name is Ashley. <laughs> and her real name is spelled the the cute way too. I mean, I think Ashley is a cute name, but hers is the A A S H L E I G H way. Which I think is just a little cuter. <laughs> so. Those are letters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think Sasha believes a little bit. And I think that that Matt might a tiny bit. Maybe. But nobody else believes in this shit. You put somebody in an old building and there's at, at night in the dark and there's some creepy sounds going on. Everybody believes a little bit. <laughs> um. So whenever they're first talking to like the guy who owns the property or whatever, not the groundskeeper, the guy that like runs the place. He was from the historical association. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the first guy was from the historical society. I actually liked his talk a little bit. Like he gave some good background on it. And <laughs> his one thing that he said that cracked me up was the event at this hospital was overshadowed by Babe Ruth's death. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> then he also he says like you know do do you think we'll find ghosts? Do you believe in ghosts? And he's like I don't know. 
But if there's ghosts to be found, you'd find them here. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. It's, it's a very diplomatic way of handling that. It is. I love how the people that they interview in these things <laughs> are always like, I don't believe in ghosts, <laughs> but I've seen some shit. Yeah. <laughs> like- Except for the groundskeeper. Well, the, the lawn maintenance guy. <laughs> like, did you see a ghost? Um, yep. Right over there. Mm-hmm. I saw one. I was scared. Outside the building. <laughs> and there you have it. Tonight we're going to be spending. <laughs> and that is exactly how I expect. And I'm sorry. And if then you're they a found a couple of local stoners that went up there during high school to smoke yeah. cigarettes. Like, where did you find them? Yeah. Like, did they post about it on social media? I'm guessing. Like, Casting call. <laughs> and they also, during that period, they also showed the archived footage. They showed it. While yes. um, they showed the archived footage while they were talking to the historical society guy, and it was from like the fifties. That was really clean footage for coming from the fifties. It was, and for some reason, the camera was situated on the floor, looking up at the table. I don't. Yeah, and <laughs> they they also explained during the opening events too that six. Of the residents there had escaped or something at one point and ended up killing a bunch of people. That was the event that... Mainly the doctor death yeah. that yes. lived there. Mainly um, the doctor. and they worked there, I guess. They did. Uh, he also explained that the doctor had been a pioneer in uh, what had at that time been like cutting edge neurosurgery, which is lobotomies, essentially. Yeah. And he had <laughs> continued that. He had performed over 140. 50 or something like that yeah something like that Uh, this whole movie could be summed up in one episode of supernatural and it was it was (laughs) (laughs) i wonder which came first this movie or that episode of supernatural oh boy well because that was a couple we were watching supernatural when i was in high school i'm pretty sure supernatural first but this movie came out in 2011 Mm -hmm. that but i'm positive the episode i'm thinking of was within the first six seasons at least okay yeah it was probably 2000 it's the one where the doctor this whole movie like (laughs) yeah he did experiments on people there was a riot and they killed him and like people were going in there and he was like giving them electroshock therapy with his hands like i'm Mm. going to cure you and they would go home and they would commit horrible acts of violence on other people Mm -hmm. after they were touched by the doctor but not like that not like that. <laughs> not Bad like touch. Touch like by an angel. <laughs> touch like an a- touch by an angel. I meant not like an angel. Touch like an angel. <laughs> uh, <sighs> oh, that was one thing too, where he was talking to Kenny, and he was like, "So, would you say that it was an intelligent haunting?" And then he was like. <laughs> The camera, like, zooms in on him, and he was like, the difference between a residual and an intelligence... And, like, Kenny's just like, what? It's so Am I supposed to talk to the camera, or am I talking to you? Because when he he starts... Because they also... They reference a couple of different things in this movie. One of the things they reference is Sessions 9. And maybe it's not an intentional reference, but he's talking to the... uh, I guess the owner of that construction crew... Right. Um, or the construction company. and Apparently says, oh. a ghost pushed a ladder out from one of his guys and they hurt their leg a little. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, eh, some of my guys said this or said that. And he was the most relatable actor in the entire movie. He just was there for a potential paycheck. And that's when he says something about, 
uh, he says uh, about the the haunting being. I think that's when he says about it being an intelligent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. something haunting. He's like, and then he turns and the camera pans away from that guy, <laughs> and it's the most cringy thing where he's describing it, and then it zooms out a little bit, and the other guy's just there looking annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly how I'd be. So they go in and they start getting set up, and Matt is going around and putting all of the stationary cameras static around. camera positions. Well, we have to have the obligatory tech talk. Um, Not TED Talk, a tech talk. And he does. He goes through all of the tech equipment as if the person watching this isn't the type of person who has binged all five other episodes. (laughs) Because, hi, hello, I'm one of those people. Let me watch all of them in succession. And listen, I love ghost hunting shows. I just don't like ghost adventurers. That guy's a prick. Anyway. You've got to insult the demons to make them come out. I'm better than you, demons. (laughs) He does. He fucking does that. And it's so cringy. And I hate it. If that's your type of show, then I'm sorry. Don't you just wish he gets ghosted sometime? All the time. (laughs) He, I think, punched one of his cameramen one time so that he was being controlled by a ghost or a demon. (laughs) It's an amazing excuse. There apparently was this big thing where, like, one of the cameramen was like, nope, I'm fucking out. And he, like, walked away. And I can't remember the, the head guy's name, but he he was like, you can't just fucking leave me here. And, like, <laughs> there's so much drama. Give me the facts about the hauntings and do a little bit of, like, night vision camera stuff and be done. Like, don't insult the ghosts. Don't yell at them. Don't punch your camera guy. Just give me the ghosts. You need to go through court-ordered anger management. You mean the ghost that was inside of me does. (laughs) What now? Uh, But when Matt was going around and putting up the stationary cameras, he was walking through the tunnels and he was like, oh, these tunnels go on forever. And Kenny had said that there was a total of a quarter miles worth of tunnels underneath (laughs) of the I'm not in good shape. I could walk a quarter mile. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. I was like, my fat ass would get through there in like five seconds. It's fine. You're good. Uh, I just want to say, and this can be my tangent. That's fine. My first tangent of the night. I'll mark myself one. Top of my paper here. There was a show that I believe Max and I were watching way, way back in the day that I think this is vaguely based off of an episode of a show. It might have even been Ghost Hunter's or ghost, whatever that show's called. Ghost Adventures. Hunters, ghost Adventures. Before that was a real thing. Where they were t- like showing off their footage. And oh, it's so real. And look how this brick gets thrown. And they're talking about how they went to this this asylum to get proof. And then they found proof. And they're like, because we had barred the first story door, we jumped out of a second story fire escape. Yep. <laughs> like, all that happened the whole night was one brick, like, lifted up and, like, flew across the room. And they both freaked out. And, like, later we found out they jumped out of the fire escape yeah. to get out of it. Like, you... F- found something and they're like oh shit it's real <laughs> so, and then they had a professional like oh you know this this wasn't doctor this is really a brick flying through the air it's like yeah like we're gonna believe you <laughs> so they start going around and like filming stuff and Sasha's doing the the EVP and she's like <laughs> and what does that stand for Matt <laughs> extravehicular percentage <laughs> No, that's uh, that's that thing that I was ticketed for that one time. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> is it actually that for stands driving for... in the the carpool lane with not enough people. Is there or <laughs> whatever you just said? <laughs> that sounds to me like a some fancy... people put dummies in the passenger seat so they look like they have a passenger. <laughs> 
so they're going around and doing all of that, and they're not getting anything, of course. And then TC is going around getting like some B-roll stuff for them to play in the bits and pieces of the the show. And artsy, you want artsy, right? Artsy, artsy. <laughs> do you want an artsy? And that's when we see like our first like haunting in this place is he's standing there and he sets the camera down so that he can talk to his daughter on the phone Mm -hmm. and there's a wheelchair behind him and it moves slightly (gasps) to the left. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So that's the first time that we see anything scary. You were going to say something, Max? Uh, he was filming and he's like, how do we miss this while he's looking at the wheelchair? Oh yeah. yeah. I think that may have been the start of them not being on earth anymore possibly it does seem like things very gradually start to happen which i appreciate because uh i think we've talked about this in other episodes there's a lot of lore whether it's anyway there's a lot of lore surrounding hauntings that say the more you antagonize these spirits the more fear that you uh uh, give these things to feed off of the more powerful they become the more time you spend in this environment the more powerful it becomes um, so that kind of makes sense that over time it starts to build. So, yeah, no, I agree. And I, I enjoy really slow pacing in these kinds of movies. And this was definitely slow pacing. This was very like, well paced. It was. Uh, so <laughs> then he goes back down to where they're at. No, no, he's doing more B-roll and the bathroom mm-hmm. door slams. Yeah, because that's my next note. Um, Lance shows up with his stupid face. And he's like... <laughs> Let's, let's, I don't know what he says. Let's get some more footage, like, see if we can get it to happen again. And he's, like, leaning up against the door, and I was like, I hope that door smacks him right in the back of the head. <laughs> and he kept going, like, he walks in, and they're talking about it back and forth, and he's like, no, like, I, I got it on camera. And they were like, you got it on camera? Why didn't you say <laughs> something? And then Lance was like, the footage that you saw just moments ago, and then that became the thing that he said every 30 seconds, <laughs> just moments ago. Yeah, and then they're trying to get this spirit to make <laughs> communications again, and that's when I, I really like that they're kind of having like a, a douchebag off a little bit, where the pretend psychic is... A bag like, off. Like, I I implore you, spirit, appear. <laughs> and it's like, just, just, not, not, just, just stop. If there's a spirit here, please... <laughs> <laughs> and Houston's just like, <laughs> and that's we actually didn't say anything about whenever he first came on. That was actually kind of important. So the uh, historian had told them about the girl killing herself in the bathtub in the, mm-hmm. in the one bathroom, mm-hmm. and then uh, Lance introduces me. He's like, and so we had psychic Houston da 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 come in and to to give us a read on the place, and they're standing in there, and he has the douchiest intro like he gets out of his car and like takes his sunglasses off and he's staring at the building and then he comes inside and they go into that bathroom and he's like i'm feeling i'm feeling sadness i'm seeing blood there's a lot of blood there's blood in the bathtub somebody there's something going on she da 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 and like going on and on and lance is like they told us that a girl took her life in here and then after they get done doing their super dramatic shit they both look at each other and bust up laughing because they both know that they're being douchebags (laughs) when did we start this podcast just moments ago when were you born just moments ago 
Uh, How long has it been since you had something to eat? Just moments ago. <laughs> so they the door slams again in the... Or no, they hear a really loud noise while they're in the bathroom. They hear a, a bang and then there's a, a, a consistent like rushing sound and they go around the corner and find that one of the gurneys has been flipped and one of the wheels is spinning. Actively and, spinning. Yeah, and they stop it and realize. And that's when they immediate, immediately... Immediately. Immediately. <laughs> it starts with an I. Oh, immediately. <laughs> um, they start looking around for the cause of it and saying, there's somebody in here and they're fucking with us. If there's anybody here. <laughs> so, <laughs> she's like, what if it's an actual ghost? <laughs> and they're all like, oh, shit, yeah, there might be. It could actually be a ghost. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> ruh and she's like, doing, no, it isn't. Ghosts aren't real. They actually didn't. They were like, oh, yeah, oh. And what? then she oh, starts yeah. doing EVP, and <laughs> it, the ghost that the ghost comes up behind her and goes and plays with her hair. Yeah, paranormal activity style. Yeah. Something touching my hair makes me so uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> Something touching my hair. Like I want to go. That. I would be uncomfortable. I'll admit. Well, I don't like anything touching my hair, but and and that was whenever he does he does another one. What you just saw with Sasha's hair moments ago, just moments ago. <laughs> yeah. How long have we been in here? It feels like just moments ago. <laughs> and she starts like freaking out, which I would too. I would want to get the fuck out of there. And uh, TC is just like, nope, nope nope i'm out and like starts going back to the front of the building but even at this point i guess they're already like six hours into it like the night went really fast camera wise um because they were supposed to be locked in for eight hours and then beard face was supposed to come back and let them out yeah he locked them in and and tc was all like they're locking us in here like they haven't done five other episodes and he grabs a gurney to get out the front door Um, so just real quick oh. before before we get there, okay. this is where he starts doing the ghost adventurers thing, and he's trying to get them to react before, um, around the time where it touches her hair, and he goes, "Are you fucking scared?" Like talking to the ghosts, and I'm just like, "Oh my god, shut <laughs> up, Mika, is that you?" <sighs> so. Oh my god! <laughs> There's baby powder everywhere. <laughs> they go back to the front of the building, and the uh, um, Matt and Sasha are already there, and so mm-hmm. it's just TC, Houston, and Lance that are walking around, and they get lost. Like they get fucking lost. Yes, yeah, the they first can't time find they... their way back. Yeah, they get mazophobia and. Uh-huh. They're they're like no I like I definitely know that I went this way and they they walk around for a well, while. Well, they went to find the fire escape and on the roof. Not yet. Oh. Um. So from four forty to five thirty in the morning, they walked around, lost, and they finally find their way back to, um, the front area at five thirty, and they reunite with them, and that's when, um, TC is just like well. Like, we're almost at six o'clock. I'm just, I'm busting the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's they, when he gets the gurney. At that time, they confirm that their walkie talkies do not work. More because than. Because they got them at Toys R Us, I think. <laughs> yeah. 
And I can say that because they're not in business anymore. <laughs> One of them's a zebra and the other one's a lion. <laughs> they have a three-foot range. <laughs> and uh, Matt goes looking for... Goes to gather, not looking. He knows mostly where they're at. He goes to gather the, the stationary cameras. And then we don't see him again for some time. Yes. He, uh, he goes and gets most of them... And then he goes up into the room with the window that opens. And why you have a room that high up that has windows that open to the outside whenever you have psychiatric patients there. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. That window was on the fourth floor. It's more dramatic. They barred everything else, including ones that were on the first floor. I don't understand. But... So, um, real quick, we did skip something that I actually wanted to talk about. um, And... I, I really don't un, I don't love the, the style that this movie is shot in, but this is arguably <laughs> found I think, footage. Yeah, <laughs> f f f f f f f. Um, this is arguably I think the the best found footage movie, at least for a while. So one thing that I really do like about it is that they do build the tension fairly well, and one of the things they take uh, spirit photography with their flash and their, their uh, camera. And we won't know if there's something here until later on. <coughs> so he takes some pictures and there's nothing. They, they show you the developed footage on screen because it's not edited, but also it's edited. So they show you the developed footage on screen as they're taking these pictures. And at first there's nothing. And then the next time after the wheelchair moves and after the door slams, they start taking the picture or he starts taking pictures again. And there's like the spirit orbs. There's actual, uh, like somewhat uh, physical beings in the pictures, hands on the windows. Yeah, and there's like frogs. The, the more locusts. Ta- the more he's taking pictures, the more you see <laughs> meteors. Rivers turn red as blood. <laughs> <laughs> Benny's in the background, one of those pictures, carrying a giant sack of gold. Get back here, Benny! That was good. Out. <laughs> oh God! I just remember the end of the Mummy. The most terrifying part in that entire movie is when the the pyramid is coming down. Not a great way to go. Oh my God. <laughs> Mm. so he goes to get the one from the upstairs where the window was the window that opens Mm -hmm. and he's attempting to get it and as like as he's walking past the window he's like wait a second that was closed earlier something's wrong here (laughs) (laughs) we locked that (laughs) and then he gets yeeted and no you're remembering the wrong thing again yeeted what are you talking about yeeted yeet you're, he didn't get yeeted? You're remembering the wrong movie again. Do you mean yeast? It's the second one. Hmm. It's not in this movie. No one gets thrown through the window in this movie. No, I didn't think he got yeeted out the window. I know that he was still in the building. Who was so, the first I just person thought, that got yeeted? I thought that he just got thrown across the floor. No, we don't see anything at all. We see he turns the, the camera off and it goes beep beep and like gets grainy because it's getting turned off and that's it. That's the last time we see it. Oh. I what you. is yeeting? Uh, I think it's supposed to... Whenever you throw something, yeet, yeet Yeet. it away from you. Mm. With reckless abandon, you throw it. Okay. I also call that throwing. Yes. Uh, (laughs) If you were to throw someone out a window, though, you would defenestrate them. Just um, just a little note there. (laughs) Um, So, yes. The last time we see him is he's turning off the second or third camera. And I think it's in that window room. And that's the last time we see him. Okay. And that's when they're... For, like... Two hours. And then that's when they start using the walkie-talkies again, which, I mean, at this point, they're, Matt. Kind, of, they're kind of asking. Matt, come in, Matt. 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 
And then they see something and we go, Matt! 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 Why is his stuff thrown everywhere? It's almost like he got attacked. No, I, he's probably just packing it up. They're like, why is this shit everywhere? I'm like, nobody's going to ask that question. Like, if we looked up and saw that, it'd be like, oh, like, his stuff's laying out. <laughs> uh, okay. If it doesn't you, help that all these ghost hunting teams are made up of the dumbest fucks that ever lived. She says afterwards, after he's been gone for presumably in real time, in their perception of time, probably 45 minutes. And in actuality, in ghost time, it's probably been 30 ghost days. Time. I don't know. But <laughs> it was 30 days of night <laughs> in ghost she time. She goes, well, our walkie talkies don't work. What if he fell and hurt himself? <laughs> Duh. Why the fuck are any of you going anywhere alone ever? <laughs> and so they decide to split up. Yep. <laughs> Almost immediately. Immediately. Uh, and while they're split up, Howie, nope, Houston stayed behind. <laughs> Howie Mandel. Right? Like he stayed He's at the station. He's inflating a surgical glove on his head. Just in case. <gasps> Matt came back, right? Yeah, yeah so I think the so. three of them go to look. Okay, so they split up, and TC goes by himself, and Lance and Sasha go together. But not very far, only only a couple hundred feet, apparently. <clears throat> Sasha. And TC is going, like, he's, he's walking up the stairs, and then he hears something behind him, and he turns around, and something yeets him down the stairs. <laughs> And see if I, in all likelihood, I would just trip on the stairs because it's dark, and I'd be like, "Something pushed me." I got pushed. Yeah. Now my ass hurts. <laughs> and they help him up, and he kind of limps along back to the the <laughs> main area, the lobby, and they reunite with Houston. And that's when TC tries to get out with the gurney. And so, just a real quick note about that: he falls down those stairs, and. Stairs, especially concrete steps like that, that have a sharp point like that, like a, a sharp step, they hurt a lot. If I don't know if you've ever fallen down steps before. I don't recommend uh-huh. it. It hurts a lot. And he falls down like maybe 15, 20 steps. And he looks really hurt when he gets down to the floor. And they're helping him up. And he's like holding his arm and holding his leg up. And the next time we see him, he's mostly fine. Like, it, I, I understand being bruised and being hurt, but... I just, I don't feel like the way that he reacts just afterwards matches what we see from him later. Yeah. I just, no, I agree. I, I expected like his, arm's his ankle broken. to be yeah. sprained or something. Like, I don't he seems know. really fucked up. The real reaction from falling down steps is like, Whenever I fell down these steps, I like I just kind of was like, like immediately launched to my feet and ran across the room because my phone was sitting on the kitchen table. (laughs) I was pregnant with Talison, so I like I was like, I gotta call my OB, and that was the very first thing that I did. I was like, my baby. Is it still inside of you? Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> and they were like, you're probably okay. And I was like, I need to come in right now. <laughs> Our soonest appointment is tomorrow morning. <laughs> I'm here now. You're well, right behind them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Throw on the goo. Look at the thing. I, I, I need to see that it's there. <laughs> so. <laughs> Baby's after- heartbeats are disconcerting to me. Oh, my God. They're, they're very, so fast. they're fast, and it's like whoop 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 whoop, and I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> it's f- like a like a little creature growing in there. It is literally. <laughs> I said that to be facetious. <laughs> the facetious brothers. <laughs> that would have been better than the vicious brothers. Who the fuck do they think they are? 
We're the you, Vicious Brothers. I bet nobody in the history of the world's ever called you that except you. They only did three movies. Well, that's why. <laughs> this one, the sequel, and then another one, and I can't remember the name of it. It's not their fault. I'm bitter and cynical, but they are on the receiving end, so... <laughs> fucking vicious brothers <laughs> so whenever they're trying to break out he busts through the door and he's like is this the lobby <laughs> and <laughs> now granted gurneys are heavy but they're not battering ram heavy if you have the weight of two grown men behind them well uh, a grown man and a houston <laughs> <laughs> um, also that was a, a chain which was wrapped through the door. Unless you're, um, oh my god, what's his name? Vince, Vince Vaughn. Vaughn. <laughs> you won't be able to kick your way through a chain. <laughs> but that I was a heavy chain. And those doors, I don't know if you've seen buildings that were built in like the late 1890s and stuff. Like those doors, they're not made out of like whatever they make them out of today. Like nylon filled, you know, tin. Like they were like made out of like solid oak. Wrapped in steel. Yeah. Wrapped in dogwood. <laughs> Garnished with Kevlar. <laughs> so they bust through and they're yeah. like, it's another fucking hallway. What the fuck? Yeah. And then they shut the doors and Sash is like, look at this. <laughs> and one thing that they had noticed whenever they walked up to the front door and they were all like, oh my God, that's so cheesy. There was death awaits written on the front door of the building. Oh, blimey. Yeah. And that's what it says on the door. So they went out the correct doors. It just didn't take them to the right spot. Because the ghosts were able to change an entire layout of a, a, a building and sh- reshape space and time, but weren't able to wipe the paint off the door. The way yeah. is shut. It was made by those who are dead. And the dead keep it. It's from Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. Are you serious? Like, nobody... Fuck, whatever. As they're walking around... (laughs) uh, I hope our listeners got that one. (laughs) They realize at some point, they're like, oh, all the bars are on the windows, and they're looking out the windows, and they realize that it's 8.30 in the morning and the sun never came up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Apparently, Lance studied the the sunset and sunrise times, because he thought he would need to know that. And it's way past dawn, and it's still dark. Okay, listen, occasionally I do look that information up because I feel like I need to know it for some reason or another. Usually for photography purposes, but sometimes I know. Everything I learned about daytime and nighttime was from Castlevania Circle of the Moon. That teaches you everything you need to know about when the moon's up, even though you can never see it in that game. Well, that's not true. You get to see it when you're on the roof. But it's always nighttime when that game, too. I'm pretty sure the whole events of that game happen in one night, so... Well, the whole events of this movie didn't happen in one night. No, it was like 38 so, days. <laughs> uh, they're like running around. 28 days later. And they, uh, TC is like, I saw a fire escape. So let, let's go up the stairs to the fire escape. And they start moving around and they finally find stairs and they start to go up them. And he's like, oh, right there. Because it says roof access this way. And he turns the corner and... There's not roof access. There's no access. It it's is just a, a blocked door. And Houston, not Houston, Lance is so self-obsessed <laughs> that he goes up to the wall and says, does, does it look like it's been here for a while? <laughs> no. Somebody was that mad at you that they built a wall blocking your access Freshly point. plastered and <laughs> bricked over. Count Fosco's here. <laughs> yes. Listen, I ask some pretty stupid questions when I'm not panicked, but, like, I could imagine 
asking something like that in that situation. Speaking of asking questions, when they found Mike, Mike, Matt, Matt, Matt. when they found his shit everywhere and like they were all standing around like, where is he? Why would he leave all his stuff here? And all I can think of when I hear dumb questions like that is Professor Farnsworth from Futurama in my head going, let's all stand around and ask each other. That'll solve it. (laughs) I'm like, it's so true. Uh, like people ask me stuff sometimes. I'm like, I'm looking at the same thing you are. How the fuck would I know? <laughs> I talk out loud a lot, okay? I need to work through things verbally. And I believe at this point, they... I would prefer it if you work them out in the form of an essay that I could read later. <laughs> uh, they have gone back and gotten Houston, right? They're one cohesive They had already now. done that, okay. yeah. Whenever they tried to bust through the thing, that was when... And this is when they're looking around... And they look at the map, and they they're saying this is here, but we definitely went up a flight of stairs. Like they're looking at the map that says you are here, and it says they're on the first floor. And they're like, they can't be like we can't be on, on the first fourth floor, floor because we we went up multiple flights of stairs. TC at one point said it's an eighty foot drop out of the top floor window. It's not. It's four stories. That's forty feet. <laughs> I just want to be clear on that point. Was it the fourth floor that that happened? Oh, it was the fourth. He said it was the fourth floor. Yeah. Okay, you're right. I was trying to remember what, what floor it was. And then I'm I never wrong. So. Never. In my head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wrong in my head and out loud a lot. There was a time in the Evil Dead where I was like, I have no... No, wait. I have a lot. <laughs> well, I have a lot of respect for these people. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. So they're searching around and trying to figure out where Matt is. and They Mike. hear him scream. You were right. It's Matt. Matt. And they, yeah, I guess. Do they hear him screaming? They hear him scream and they, they're like, oh, my God, it's Matt. And they start running towards him and they get to a certain area and then something's all like. Well, it's Houston. It's going, Lance, Lance, Lance. <laughs> Butterfly taps on his shoulder. <laughs> and he turns around and there's a, a young woman in the corner wearing a hospital uh, gown. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. thin. Uh, why are all ghosts standing in a corner staring at nothing? Because they're dramatic as shit. <laughs> they all fucking do that. That one had had a lobotomy before she died, so. If I go into some place that might be hot and I see something standing in a corner staring at the corner, I'm like... That's a fucking ghost. Yeah. You're not going <laughs> to... It's about to do something scary. So they all slowly walk over, Scooby-Doo style, ready to tap her on the shoulder, I guess. <laughs> Zoinks! And, and she turns around and, and says, how y'all doing? <laughs> but she says it like ghosty and with her mouth really far open. In like, uh, yeah. Uh, Abyssal. Uh, the ring style. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when they all freak out and just take off running immediately. Uh, th- well, yeah. So <laughs> shortly after that, it kind of fast forwards a little bit. And they... The three of them are hiding in a closet because they lost Houston when they were running. Okay, yeah. They all dive into a closet somewhere and leave poor Houston without a flashlight, which I don't know why any of them didn't have lights. But he apparently thought that he'd be okay just in a group without any means of lighting, whatever. He didn't really ever touch any of the equipment, though. Like, at one point, I think TC might have had him hold the camera for a short period of time. But, like, other than that... And he was like... <laughs> just, just common sense. Just to have a little pen light with you. Just something, you know. But he's walking around in the dark and trying to figure out where he's going. And you see him... 
Gillen the Wall's walking towards the camera, which has the infrared light on, so we can see what he's doing. Oh yeah, they um, ran into like a supply closet. Did we cover this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They jumped into a closet. And Houston. And Houston got lost. Was lost. And, yeah, and he's feeling Yelling his way. I was oh. thinking about lights, and then I was thinking about Van Helsing, and then um, the yes. light side, not the dark side. <laughs> and then and, something picks him up. Yeah, it picks him up and starts like choking him. And his and choking. Say it was throttling him. Like force choke style, mm-hmm. like Darth Vader. But it's his choking sounds are pretty convincing. Yeah, I gotta they, admit. they weren't too bad. And then he gets yeeted towards the camera. And I guess that's enough to kill him. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I had a little bit of a problem with that. I don't understand what happened or why that mattered or why it was scarier than him getting choked by a giant ethereal creature. I didn't. Jump scare. I. It was stupid. I didn't like it. Spoiler alert. I think that was stupid. I mean, and it looks, he's like, wow. This is where the movie took a turn. This is where things took a turn for him in the sense that he was dead. I think at some point we missed the part where they. Um, it's really the first incidence of ghost on human violence we see. That we see, yes. Okay. Well, so you're a police officer. That was a case of ghost on human violence. TC got pushed down the stairs. That was kind of violent. Eh. But it's mischief. I fall down stuff all the time. Misdemeanor mischief. I feel like at some point they went to sleep and before before they lost Houston. Yes, they, they did. They went to sleep for they fell asleep Sasha for got a seven new tattoo. hours. <laughs> yeah. They but they fell asleep for seven hours and He set his they, alarm for an hour. Yeah, and it never went off. He was like, we were asleep for seven hours, and they were... How did we sleep through our alarm? That never happens. It must have been a ghost. Well, and I think <laughs> that that they were woken up by the ghost pushing the light over at that point. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, they were like, what the fuck? And then they looked in their cooler and realized that all their food was rotted. And then after that was when Houston They stole missing. that from Ghost Ship. I think they did. <laughs> and Triangle. <laughs> Uh, so they were 46 hours into their recording at the point that Houston went missing. So they had gone from, you know, 10 and a half hours at 830 when they realized that the sun was down to 46 hours later was when he went or 42 hours later. I can't do math. 38 hours later was when he went missing. So it's like the Feywild. There's something messing with time because there's no camera on Earth. That has a battery that lasts that long. Yeah, I wouldn't think lights. so. <laughs> You're looking at with, it's running on ghost power now. Yeah, with with that kind of light setup and and using the infrared light as well. Um, because sometimes they were using the actual like physical light on the on the camera as well. You're looking at maybe two or three hours, maybe. Yeah. But anyway. Um. So they fell asleep then in the the supply closet, and they wake up to medical bracelets. Yes. on them yeah. and sasha's pissed and freaking out and she's like first it scratches up my back and then it it does this and she's obviously upset um and we missed some stuff according to my notes oh what, what did, did we, we miss? miss um i think before they tried to battering ram the front door they said let's get a tool those are their exact words let's get a tool to get out of and the then front they door. just turned and lance was there and they went job done yeah. Uh, uh, and TC was like, I mean, I could get a tool that I left out in a car. Oh, I got yeah. a tool bag in my car. This and then, is why you don't lock the fucking door. <laughs> and here's the quintessential FFF found footage film. Another one. 
where someone goes, get that camera out of my face. I've never seen a movie where that didn't happen in found footage films. You would be that person, though. I would, but like... You would be the one <laughs> saying that. <laughs> but see, I wouldn't just stand there and be like, get that camera. I would grab the camera and get it out of my face. <laughs> Most of them do. They like put their hand over the lens and like shove it. But, but without fail, in every single one, there is that. There is, yes. Like um, they finally realize they're tired of being recorded all the goddamn time. So they find Matt. Yeah, and he's After lost his a damn lot mind. Of squabbling between them. He yes. still had his underwear on. Yes. You don't get to keep your underwear if you're wearing a hospital gown. I don't think the ghosts really you care about that. You do if you're not in a psychiatric ward. Was he not in a psychiatric ward? Oh, wait. They do. He said in a hospital in general. I'm just worried about what hospitals he's been going oh. to. <laughs> they make him remove his underwear for other things. Well, I think I was confusing the hospital with the strip club, so... <laughs> Is that why you're not allowed in most strip clubs anymore? <laughs> yes. Okay. Because <laughs> they're yelling at me to keep my underwear on, and I'm like, I don't understand. Like, I this is the place I thought I could. I have an X-ray strip. scanned. <laughs> I have an X-ray scheduled today. I'm, I'm here. Uh, and Matt, whenever they find him, explains that they need to get better before they can leave. Yes. And it's very clear that he's been held captive by. Dr. Ghost and Dr. it might be that guy from Dead by Daylight mm-hmm. what that's, what's that doctor's name I don't remember Dr. Sizzle or something like that they're having I think they were having that conversation and Sasha was like leaning against the wall and all of a sudden as a, a ghost arm punches through the little diamond window and grabs a hold of her neck like yeah. holds her to the door yeah, it's somewhere. And she freaks there. out about that too. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> Although, <sighs> nope. I don't know how I'd react. I'm like, get the fuck off me. <laughs> I'm so sick of this ghost shit. And they run away from that. When was it that they encountered the. Okay, not yet. So they run into the bathroom. And. They're, like, hiding behind the bathtubs and and stuff. And then Lance stands up and he has the camera on. And he looks at the bathtub that, like, some of them are knocked over onto their sides. But this one's sitting upright. And there's blood in it. And <laughs> <laughs> they're all like, what the fuck? There's blood in here. And then TC goes over and stands next to it. And I don't know why. I still don't know Matt why. Matt is standing there first. Yes. And just staring down at it. And he keeps going, Matt, get away from it. Matt. And he's trying to get him and like pull him. Uh, and that's okay. when something comes out and gives him a big old blood hug. Yeah. the the Presumably the girl that died in that bathtub. Presumably. Pulled her, pulled him into the bathtub. And then they knock the bathtub over and TC is not there. Yes. And she starts. He got sucked down the ghost hole. Yeah. Just like Alice in Wonderland. So I think that's, yeah, I, that is just after that, they go into the hallway and at some point Lance gets attacked by, well, they're they're They get to an elevator and he hits the button to see if it works because I don't know why. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> Here's an old, like, 1920s elevator. The lights don't work, but the elevator might. So he tries to open it and realizes that he can't. And he says, like, stay here. Like, I'm going to go get uh, 
something. A tool. Some, a tool. <laughs> <laughs> Finds a gurney that he can break a piece of steel off of. I don't... They like, would have been rotting for like 50 years. They would be pretty rusted. <sighs> I will give that a little bit of leeway. Because I thought about that whenever but I was watching But using something that you can break with your hands as a prying tool probably isn't going to go well for yeah. you. That's true too. But whatever. And then he's, as he's walking away, he goes, what's this? Blood? Is that a tongue? Don't look up. Don't nope. look up. That's oh, my well, tip. Well, it for starts you. dripping on the floor then. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Just walk away. Just and go. he he looks okay. up, and there's Spider Man, but <laughs> evil in the corner, and <laughs> Spider Man's estranged brother, Lester. <laughs> man. <laughs> Lester man. Lester man. Lester <laughs> man. Also, also a strange brother of Uncle Fester because it rhymes and he was bald. <laughs> I would actually be pleased to see Uncle Fester in that hospital somewhere. I could be like, oh, thank God we got some comic relief. <laughs> Mr. Lloyd. Uh... So he starts running and because this creature clearly wants to do him harm, I guess. Do him harm. Do him harm. <laughs> so he starts running and tells her that they've got to get the door open gets it open and then looks back down the hallway again i guess thinking that it wouldn't follow him or something he's like i don't i feel like it might be and then wow it's there <laughs> and they slam the door in its face because ghosts can't face through doors in this yeah. universe. the doors that they can manipulate and change and rearrange they can't phase through them and there's like a two foot by three foot pane of glass on this door that you can see the ghost behind banging on <laughs> and so they look down the elevator shaft, and it's like 30 feet to the bottom. Sure. It's, it's pretty far. And then they <laughs> go to shut the door and lock it. And while they're shutting the door and locking it, Matt's just like, oh, look at this elevator shaft. I'm just going to wee. <laughs> I wonder what's at the bottom here. Yeah, I'm going to find it with my face. <laughs> who knows what he's been through. And I maintain... That Matt is the only one of them that isn't eternally damned now. Because he got out before the ghosties took his soul stuff. Possibly. I, mean, I think Houston got killed when he got thrown. Yes. Because he's made out of... Lies. Egg whites. Apparently. What toilet paper. So, they go to the tunnels. Mm-hmm. And they're walking through the tunnels for a little while, and then Sasha's all like... <coughs> Who's left? It's just Lance and Sasha now, right? Yeah. And then she goes... <coughs> and golems out some blood onto <laughs> the bottom of the the tunnel. And the camera. <laughs> Lance is like, oh, it's so gross. I'm just going to look that up real quick. And they get to a spot. I don't know, I guess. And she's all like laying on him, and he's like... We're just... Sasha's not going to make it. Uh, we've been walking for what feels like days. We don't have food. We don't have water. Like, and just super dramatic. And then they fall asleep. And turns out they were like 12 feet from the end of the tunnel because it was where Matt had put the camera up. Thank goodness. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all of a sudden, the mist comes in and spirits away Sasha out of the, yeah, the tunnel. Yeah, it's kind of like Batman-esque. It's just like the the mist is used. I don't understand why it had to be done that way. Why couldn't it just be a creature? That I don't know. But I, I would have liked to have seen them, just to add to this kind of 
this whole mind fuckery of this this place and these ghosts constantly manipulating the world. I would have liked to see them walk past the camera and then they kind of walk out of view of the camera's uh, infrared light and then they walk past the camera again and then you realize that they're just making a loop of this some weird ethereal ghost power that's making them walk past the camera, you know, in an in infinite number of times. But instead, yeah, like Kitty said, we just, they stop for their break right in front of the camera and I don't understand... I, yeah. I, yeah, I don't I don't get it. It's just I feel like that was convenient. Yeah, a little weird. Well, maybe the building moved it and it was like people are going to want to see this. Mm-hmm. And that's what he keeps saying throughout the entire thing is like he'll be recording and they'll be like fucking stop recording and he's like people are going to want to see this. People are going to want to nope. see this and like <laughs> never like won't drop the act. You have a very high opinion of yourself, sir. Yeah. Um it kind of reminded me well that what you just said reminded me of Crowley's reorganization of hell. In Supernatural. <laughs> like, I guess instead of just being tortured, like, everybody waits in a line. <laughs> and then when they get to the front of the line, they're magically at the back of the line again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, he is honestly probably, like, my second favorite character in that show. I like him, too. He's yeah. just... It, they pick... the. the Mark Shepard is such a great actor. Like, he's such a great pick for that. I brought but. my pup. Mine's bigger. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Oh, the timestamps on the cameras are going nuts, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Lance decides that he's going to go full-on Gollum. And yeah. waits with his little pipe, smacks a rat, which... <laughs> flattens it. I don't understand <laughs> how any of this works. So, he has the light on his camera on. These rats presumably haven't seen light for weeks, months, who knows how long. <laughs> but yet... I will happily walk up to a light source and then he's waiting there, just smacks it. It works for him, I guess, but continues smacking it. The first time it's done. Like, it it's deflates done. it and it bounces like rubber because it is rubber. And then he hits it two more times just to make sure. How long has this been going on now? Do we know? Uh, when Houston disappeared, it had been 46 hours and I lost track after that. I had been kind of making notes about the timestamps. It's less than two days. At one point, he says it's been, I believe he says it's been three days. And then later on, he says it's been, I, I don't I don't know how long it's been. Yeah, he's like, he it's can't day. can't keep track of it anymore. Uh, so presumably, it's been longer than three days. I don't think he would have been hungry enough to kill and eat a raw rat. I don't think so. Although they do show him, like, he wipes his fingers in the blood and, like, licks his fingers. Maybe for, like, a liquid, a source of liquid, maybe. You'd be thirsty enough. But even that, maybe. I don't know. So he falls into a pit of despair. I'm never going to get out of here. I'm going to die here. There's no way I'm going to get out. Oh, look, a door. Yes. <laughs> and then he walks through it, and it's just more shit. More doors. <laughs> yes. It is Mordor. He has walked into Mordor. <laughs> Frodo's trying to throw the ring into Mount Doom. And... Lance, he and Gollum start having a discussion about <laughs> their cave food. <laughs> so if you use and we forgot the taste of bread. <laughs> I didn't even have any taters. <laughs> oh, God. So, uh, he goes in and he starts looking around and it's like the doctor's quarters. There's... It's a secret experiment room. Medical equipment everywhere. There's a bunch of, like, different shit on chalkboards and books around and stuff like that. And then there's a demon altar and there's yeah that unexpected 
ritualistic demon altar reminded me of the forest where you can just be walking through this nice happy forest and then all of a sudden there's some <laughs> spinal column that's been ripped out and some flowers have been planted around it and it's really <laughs> weird and then you turn around and there's berries and that's helpful that game gets to a certain point where you're just not alone anymore <laughs> you can't even enjoy like a short walk there's always something after you yeah. <laughs> so uh, he hears a clink 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 and turns around and there's a bunch of doctors there well there's a doctor him. and some nurses and he goes <gasps> And they all stop and look up at him. And he fumbles with his camera or drops his, his hidden pipe, I think. And then looks back up and they're all there in front of him. If we're going by proper uh, terminology. Always. The first time I played Silent Hill, which was really the first like scary PlayStation game I ever played, I picked up the stick, the beginning stick. And I was told that was the whooping stick. Whooping stick. <laughs> the whooping stick. So he dropped his whooping pipe. And they grab him, and all you hear is him going, I'm not crazy, I'm not crazy. Which, I mean, ghosts will listen to you. They're legally bound to listen to you if you say you're not crazy. So they were breaking all kinds of different laws when they grabbed him like that. You just have to try and high-five him. Because oh. ghosts aren't legally allowed to high-five humans, so... It's null and void, whatever they're trying to do. They have yeah. to give up. It's like, um... Uh... <laughs> it's like that one thing that was similar to this. Yeah, exactly. But then it wasn't. <laughs> Cool story, bro. <laughs> so they're really listening to him, but again, then again, they're not. <laughs> I and guess they give him a lobotomy. Yes, through his eye tube. Not a phlebotomy, a lobotomy. Mm-hmm. Phlebotomy, I found out, was just withdrawing blood from your body. Yes. That's it. Which is less... It sounded like something stupider than that. <laughs> phlebotomy. I bet they did a lot of phlebotomy in Hominoptera. Yes. Well, I don't... It probably happened unintentionally. Because I don't think they intentionally pulled blood out. Well, I think a phlebotomy is an intentional withdrawal of blood. Then I guess it wasn't. Because I don't think they were trying to withdraw blood. They were withdrawing the organs. Blood just kind of was an extra little thing. Well. Let's uh, I'm better now. I'm better now. I'm better now. Yes. And when we see him and he's bleeding. and Yes, Lance, you are better now. You've done it. It would have been interesting if he was all of a sudden out in front of the hospital filming himself and the camera said that it was you know like 4 or 5 a.m. or something and what's his face was walking up the steps to, to open the doors and he was like I'm better now I'm better now but then they wouldn't have been able to have room for a sequel I guess it it would have been funny if he had set the camera down on the ground and was like filming himself and like behind him was all of his friends standing in like hospital gowns like banging their head off of walls and stuff <laughs> That I would have appreciated more. I like dark endings. Not that this wasn't dark. It just I don't, I don't really want to. I don't. I would have, yeah, I just don't really care for it. I don't know why. Oh. <laughs> and it didn't really work for me. Um, he also said that he could go home. He's like, I'm all better. I can go home. Lobotomy patients aren't well after that. No, they may be a lot less angry and like prone to attack people, but they need like constant care. Typically, yeah, it's not. Oddly enough, there are still some some rare cases where it's used today, which terrifies me. It's not something that I think anyone can do. Hopefully, not it, with. Hopefully, it's not something that can be done to you without your consent, because that is terrifying. I would hope not. But it is in some very rare circumstances still used, and that just <sighs> reminds me of Dead Space Two when you're in the machine and you're trying to stick a needle in your own eye. Oh, oh! So it's yeah. 
Because, like, there's a thing holding your eye open, and yep. you're controlling the needle, but you have to do it so you can destroy the marker, and the needle, like, when it gets closer, he's like, <sighs> you know. Mm-hmm. And you have to do it, right? Or you kill yourself, I guess. Yeah. So, Rosemary Kennedy, the eldest daughter, the oldest sister of JFK. Mm-hmm. I feel so bad for the Kennedy family. <laughs> had She had, like, seizures and mood swings and stuff, and there she had some mental illness going on. And a doctor convinced her dad when she was 23 that she should have a lobotomy. Mm-hmm. And it fucked her up. Wow. And Almost as though was, our brains are not made to have pieces removed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have been in 1951. That's wait, pretty 19, recent. Wait. 1931. 1931. Okay. Sorry, I did the math wrong. And listeners, I will happily admit, if you if you get on here and say, no, you're wrong, lobotomies haven't been used in any circumstance anywhere in the world since this day, I will say, I will happily say that I, I could be wrong. I just believe that recently I was reading that in some very rare circumstances it can still be used. I feel like that would be a violation of your basic human rights. Without your consent? Yeah. I mean, that is, it is, it's awful. And you have no way of knowing for sure how it's going to affect someone. And we could talk about Phineas Gage and... Anybody else that had terrible brain trauma before they really knew what was going on with it? And I actually, I'm very curious. It was 1941. I, mm. I figured it out, but um, I'm actually curious about when the last exorcism lobotomy was. Mm. Yeah, oh, I mean, go for it. Congressional oh. dinner. The last one I know of was the one Lewis Black was at. I'm sure there's been one since then, but a congressional dinner <laughs> or lobotomy? Uh, both. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a 1951 study found that nearly 60% of lobotomy patients were women. Oh, I would believe that. Oh my God. I don't know why. I have no reason to believe that, but. Um, there's a whole topic. All right. So we got to the end of the movie and that's really it. There, there isn't really much to it. Um, because. As we alluded to, or as I alluded to, they did make a sequel, so they kind of left this open. But that's it. That's the end of the movie. Um, Kitty, what did you like most about this movie? What was your pick? My favorite part was probably actually the girl in the corner, because she was creepy. Okay. She's fantastic. I mean, corner girls are always creepy. Yes. Corner um, What are we doing? Scariest part? Favorite, favorite part. part. Favorite part. Um. Every week, it's like we've brought in some kind of new topic, <laughs> but every week, it's the exact same thing. Hmm. Uh, do you have yours lined up, Victor? Uh, yeah, uh, I'll do mine. Um, <laughs> we'll just cut that out. Sure. <laughs> we'll My favorite part about this movie was how well they parodied and made fun of the whole ghost adventurers trope and the way that, that that show is presented and put together. I thought that was really well done, and I appreciated it a lot. Okay. <laughs> you expected me to talk for like 25 minutes. My favorite part was the the historian in the beginning. Okay. I thought that, that was the most normal feeling conversation. Yeah. That's always my favorite part of ghost hunting shows is when they're like giving the history of, of the ghosty shit. Yeah. That was why I really liked that scene in Oculus where she has all the pictures and she's going through all of mm. the people that the mirror had killed because it felt like that. The lore. Uh, Although the phrase the lore irritates me a little. I don't know why. I guess because they use it all the time in Supernatural. Yeah. The lore says. Oh my God. 
the lore. According that to the lore. It doesn't go about the lore. I don't know how you manage to find all this shit, but you do. <laughs> All right. Uh, so my least favorite part was <laughs> TC making a big deal about the chain on the door and then it coming. That's why you don't lock the fucking door. That was super annoying. I didn't, I didn't like that. Um, I guess if we're going to go in the same <clears throat> same order. Uh, my least favorite part was that they use really dumb logic, knowing that this that there's a ghost potentially could potentially harm you and sending one person out, not even considering for one second that they can't get a hold of them because their walkie talkies don't work. And you've already proven that they don't work. Sending one person in a huge building out on their own to collect your equipment. When they ask for somebody to come with them too, like you're, you're not going to send anybody with me. Yeah. Like, and no, I need everybody here. I, no, I need no. all hands on deck. Sorry. I need them here. Look at the draw. Bye. Get out of here. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Nothing. <laughs> so good luck. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, that was it for me. Max? Stupid logic. My least favorite part was all of the found footage film tropes. Mm. That there's a couple that don't dive into them so deeply, but like this had all of them. <laughs> tick, and tick. I don't care for any of them. <laughs> People screaming for the camera to be out of their face. People blaming the lead person for not doing more stuff because they want to continue their stupid documentary. Uh, <coughs> separating, you know, uh, whatever else. Talking about their equipment. <laughs> the scariest part for me was when the thing touched Sasha's hair. And goes into her ear. Nope. Yeah, that's pretty freaky. Um, Friday. The the scariest part for me, I think, would have been whenever they realized, when they broke through the doors and realized that the entire building had changed and that mm. you have to decide if it's your perception or if it's some kind of shared hallucination or whatever, or if this is just the new reality, that would be terrifying. Max. I'm not scared of the dark. I haven't been for a long time. But being stuck in the dark in an underground tunnel, having been surrounded by strange happenings, would be very unpleasant for me. Mm. I think that would be the scariest part, is finally being alone. Um, yeah. I'm not a very social person, but in that situation... <laughs> Having one person there. <laughs> with warm blood and living flesh <laughs> would be very comforting. <laughs> you get to have two. You get to have Lance and the kid that recorded the tuttorial. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you got away from the ghost, Dunzarino. <laughs> I just want to stitch my ear holes shut. <laughs> I'll do it. Um, my overall rating for the movie is an eight. Oh, okay. I was wondering if you were going to rate it lower mm-hmm. than me. That's pretty. This is top three found footage for me. It's one of my favorite found footage movies. So I like I them making fun of the Ghost Adventurers guy is so on point and yeah. so good. <laughs> and I thought that like it's almost like a parody, but scary. I don't know. Uh, 
I was closer than I thought we'd be. Um, my overall rating is seven out of ten for a lot of the same reasons. I don't like the tropes, and there are some things about it, some the logic and stuff that I think is dumb. But the parody at the beginning and how well that's done, the pacing of the movie, and some of the effects and things really bring it up for me. So seven out of ten overall rating. Okay. Four out of ten. <laughs> I'm surprised you even gave it that high. <laughs> <laughs> I, they just, I, it's, it's found footage film, and uh, <laughs> I don't think it did enough to differentiate itself from the rest of them. So, <laughs> all right, my horror rating. You've lost one of your cylinders, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like when Gannon's making car noises. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give it a six out of ten. Really? Yeah. That's surprising to me. If I were going off of the first time that I saw it, it would be higher. But because I knew everything that was coming and like, I don't know, I rated a little bit lower now. Okay. Um, I'm actually gonna give it a seven out of ten. Because I feel like there's a lot of things that this does right, like the pacing and stuff. Yeah. However, there's some things that are weird. I don't know why, but the arms sticking out of the ceiling just don't work for me at all. I forgot about that. We didn't even talk about I it. I forgot that about was, that, too. That it, was really fucking weird. I don't know why it doesn't bother me. Like I just think it's weird. I think the effect that they used just doesn't fit quite right. It, it just wasn't... With the theme of the movie and stuff. It's yeah. not even that. It's just like the, the effect itself just doesn't blend quite right. Like The other effects look good, and this one just... It looks something like they didn't do enough processing on it doesn't look quite right. It was right. a lot. So it didn't it didn't work for me and it kind of just bothered me. Um but overall yeah, up 7 out of 10. Okay. Um I found it pretty creepy. Horror rating. Okay. I'm going to give it a 5 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's actually higher than I expected you to give it. <sighs> yeah. I'm usually the hardest on these movies, honestly. I mean, the mist in the tunnel kind of reminded me of the Angel of Death from the yeah, um the Almost said Muhammad. It's not Moses. Oh, the Moses movie. <laughs> it... Um, yeah, with the the angel of death like snaking out of the sky. It kind of reminded me of that, and I'm like, I don't like that. What? Um, it's hard to give that a higher score because like it had so much. Even that was like tropey to me. Yeah, I there were a lot of things that were unsettling and uncomfortable for me like the thought of being trapped in a place like that not being able to find your way out like the rooms changing on you and that's something that they they've done a lot in movies over the years obviously but ever since rose red came out the thought of being in a house that can make you get lost has just always kind of terrified me. So like <laughs> yeah. the the idea of like a living breathing house is is super scary to me. Yeah. But yeah, no, I I appreciate it. I enjoy it a lot as a movie. I think it's a really fun watch. Like I feel like we've been saying that a lot about our <laughs> our movies, but like it is it's just legitimately fun a fun movie for me to watch. Yeah. So if you don't mind found footage and you like horror movies, this is a, a really good choice. I will say that this is in the running for one of my top rated and and most favorable found footage movies. I don't necessarily like them, um, but this is higher on the list for me. But there are two that I still want to watch that we haven't gotten to yet that I don't remember well enough so that that spot may be taken by another one. But for now, it's it's a good movie. Yeah. 
Devil's Pass is still at my the top of my list of found footage films. That's another one I want to check out for sure. The Entity, yes, Grave Encounters, and the original Paranormal Activity movie are my top three. I don't really know what order they go in, but they those are those are it. See, I can't help but compare movies I've seen after Paranormal Activity to Paranormal Activity. Yeah, because mm-hmm. <clears throat> that one did scare me, um, mm-hmm. even though it was. I maybe started all those tropes. I don't know. It like revamped because you had the Blair Witch Project and then Paranormal Activity kind of revamped found footage a little bit. And I feel yeah. like. Yeah. Blair Witch was more of a cult thing. It didn't really yeah. have quite the same level of success. I went back to watch that recently because I'd never seen it before and I wish I had not. Blair Witch? Yeah. I've never seen it. So at some point we'll probably do it for the podcast just so I have an excuse. To <sighs> well, I'm going to complain the whole time. I will say that I <laughs> I personally would much rather watch Grave Encounters than both Blair Witch Project and Paranormal Activity. Paranormal Activity has some really good scary parts. But as we talked about in our podcast uh, or our review of that one, the scary parts are not enough to counteract the dull between. There was another one I told you about Gehenna. Remember that? Is that found footage? Yeah. Oh, I think so. You did tell me about that. Ge- but, uh, it's called Gehenna. I don't remember. Um, which is like a biblical term for, I guess, basically like hell or purgatory or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we talked about this very briefly while we were watching, while we were doing our review on As Above, So Below. We might have. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think you mentioned it at one point. but That yeah. one might make it on the list one day. Maybe. We could There's start doing... There's just so many that yeah. like... Look, guys, we don't have to... We don't have to rush. We got the rest of our lives. We do. It's so hard because I like I I would really like to watch some of these older movies, and that's what I've been trying to do. I've try, been trying to pepper in some like older movies and some I'm not slasher films and some found footage, like just to kind of change it up a little bit. So it's not like Vic picking a creature feature and me picking like a haunting movie. And I don't always pick creature Max features. Picking whatever he does over there, and so. <laughs> Is that an insult? Maybe. <laughs> kind of. I feel like I do have a type, but I guess nobody knows what it is. I don't know what, what it, it is. is. Yeah. I, I can't quite put my finger <laughs> on it. But, um, yeah, I, like, I've been zombie trying. Zombie films. What are zombie films classified as? Zombie films. I think they're kind of their own subset. Well, they're a probably, type of creature feature, but they're Even though I haven't specific. picked a single one. <laughs> Not yet, no. Not yet. Yeah. Um, but we haven't really done many zombie movies at all, but... Maybe we will. I'm going to tell you something. I like zombies before it was cool. Okay? Nerf came out with all these Nerf guns that are like, you know, zombie apocalypse Nerf guns. And even like Hornady and companies like that came out with like zombie killing ammo and like zombie knives and all this other shit. And like it just became like this diluted Hollywood pissed on shit bucket. And zombies used to be cool. (laughs) Uh, Pissed on shit bucket. So, Max, where would you have died in this movie? Oh, right, right, right. Um, That's going to sound like a really weird cut, but it's legitimately just the segue that I used. (laughs) (laughs) I would have died at the elevator right after Matt. You would have been trying to look at him? I would have seen him fall in and walk in and be like, oh, what's going on down there? Well, like... I would have died when it touched my hair just of a heart attack. <laughs> like, I just would have fallen over. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> like a fainting goat, but more lethal. <laughs> fainting goat, but they're dead. <laughs> All right. 
Um, so I was going to say, I don't mean to scare fainting goats, but I did at one point in my life you, on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> Just go blah. And like <laughs> real quick, uh, some housekeeping stuff. Uh, again, at the end of this month, the end of March, we'll be recording an episode with Bill Van Vagel. The that Bill Van Vagel. will be released at some point in April. And he's from Land of the Creeps and Phantom Galaxy. And you should go check them out because they're super cool. Yes. And um, then also you can reach us on Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, Hounds of Horror Pod. And we're going to actually be getting a YouTube channel put up so that you can put us on on YouTube and listen to us that way. If Indeed. for some reason you wanted to do that. Oh, snap. And it is Vic's pick. It is my pick. It is. So why don't I have a jingle? I mean, I hate jingles, but I, you know, I feel left out. But I made a jingle for you about Max. Max actually. Max actually dies, but it I wasn't like good, and I can't remember how it went. <laughs> Is it like that movie, like whoever dies in the end or whatever? No, I think I was like, and Max actually dies. I think I think that was your jingle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Although whenever we won't work, it's going to be your pick. We'll be like. Is this Max? And you'd be like, this is Max Actual. <laughs> Max Actually. We did talk about that. Fix pick. Kitty picked uh, her movie. And um, and then before that, it was Max. And before that, it was Dibs. And then before that, it... Sorry. Well, I was going to pick something else that we all would have enjoyed. But now I'm going to pick something just to spite you. No, this is my pick all along. Uh, we're going to do a movie called The Descent. It is a horror movie. It is not found footage, although there are occasional elements of found footage for a few seconds. It is found footage-like. For a few seconds, here and there, throughout the movie, from what I remember. Okay. I've never seen it. I'm excited. It is called The Descent. I don't know when it came out, and I didn't look up where you could stream it, because I am not a professional. second one's not worth watching, by the way. I didn't ever watch it, so. Good. Um, You're not missing anything. Hooray for me. (laughs) It is a horror movie. Uh, there's probably other movies called The Descent that's probably like a Hallmark movie about a couple that falls in love before their plane crashes. I had something. an original joke about that movie. I don't know if you remember it. I do. I absolutely yeah. do. I'm going to... Yeah. So The Descent came out in 2005. 2005. There's okay. That. Okay. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> 2005. <laughs> 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 Let's not talk about it. <laughs> uh, it is on Hulu. It is on Amazon Prime Video. These are where they can stream it or yes. where they can get it for free. Uh, I don't know why I made that distinction. These are where they can stream it for free if they are if they have a subscription or yes. this is where they can buy it. Okay. So uh, Hulu and Amazon Prime. Yes. So go ahead and check that out before we get to getting on this next one. Mm-hmm. I don't know what those words were that I just said. Uh, I'm picking this movie for two reasons. Because it's a Creature Features and I like Creature Features. Despite what I said just a, uh, a couple <laughs> minutes ago. Uh, I am not going to always pick creature features, but now I'm going to try to. Because I mean, you are a, the the creature feature picker. I am. I pick sweetheart, but um... <laughs> creature feature picker upper. <laughs> Victor. <laughs> but I'm also picking this movie because Kitty made the comment that Max doesn't like any strong female characters, and there are a few in this movie that he can pick from. A, that is not true, and B, that's not what she said. <laughs> <laughs> it was something along those lines. Just whenever there's a strong female character with a certain type of personality, and that type of personality is fuck off, I don't care about you. Max doesn't like them. <laughs> I don't even know if that's true. 
Well, we're going to find out because this movie has six different strong female personalities. And how did that work out for any of them? We'll find out next week. Um, oh, no. I like Lara Croft. I like. She reads tombs. She does read tombs. Now you broke my train of thought. Son of a bitch. Originally, her boobs were pointy. I guess okay, in bye. a 32-bit kind of way. Yeah. 32-bit. Uh, <laughs> I think there was 16 actually playstation when it first started was playstation 16 bit uh all of that actually there were polygons i don't know if there were bits actually okay bye bye we're idiots bye <laughs>